Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, young gunslingers. Steady slickers. Pistol whippers. Cocktail makers. Crash course takers. You can keep going if you want. I'm just going to let you roll with it, man. All right, fine. Jungle bungle players. Yeah. Dodging dream racers. All right. Ping pong playing people. That's it, man. You were you're on fire today. That was alliteration, if you didn't know what alliteration was. Ping you're pong a, party you're people. A, you're alliteration. Ping pong party people is alliteration because it's PPP. PPP. Yeah. So uh, an alliteration, you probably won't know this, but I, I studied English. An alliteration is where, well, I just, I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> no need. <laughs> Come on, dude. This is an intro. No, 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 no need to Come explain. On, mate. No, I don't, don't want to. This, don't want to nah, explain. Yeah, We've we not got time for that. Ain't, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for alliteration. I can tell you what a simile is. A simile? Yeah, a simile. Come on then. Okay, so if I was to say, oh, Alex is as fierce as a tiger, that's a simile. Ah, uh, I get it. Or if I, was, if I was to say, Alex gives off the stench. Of success. <laughs> or Alex's... Would that, would that be a simile? Alex's, Alex's glowing Alex's glowing aura gave me the sense of a chimney. It's a metaphor. I don't know, mate. I think we should probably just move on. What is that banging in your background? What's going on? Ah, don't ask about what's going on in my uh, life. Oh, you've, you've captured someone in that cage again, haven't you? Who is it this time? You've done it again. You and your best mate, Fritzl. What's his name? <laughs> wow, God. Speaking about Fritzl already. Punch it. Uh, hello, Private Partners. Welcome back to a Friday episode. Very exciting because we have uh, a YouTube legend, a podcast person, all the way from Los Angeles, California, US of A., it's the United States of America. Harry Jowsey on the podcast. Woohoo! He was on a massive show called Too Hot to Handle. He was on the first series of it. He was the tall Australian guy. Uh, he was the one who was very cheeky and naughty. He then moved to LA and we hear about all of his stories. Hanging out with the likes of Logan Paul, Jake Paul, the Paul brothers. Mm. That's you your so dream. Jealous. You're so jealous of his That's life. your it dream was, there. It was, it was painful to... Uh... Painful to listen to, actually. What you do is you go on these podcasts and you just want to make friends with people that you think have got followers. And you know what? It's see-through, Mitten. It is see-through. Who lines up the guests? You do. Jesus. This episode, this episode was embarrassing for Mitten, so you're all going to like this. This episode was cringe for Mitten. For me, it was a lovely episode. I performed impeccably. Um... 
so there we go. Just wanted to let you know that. This is one of the best intros, I think. Yeah, it's a big intro. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to love this episode of Private Parts, trust me. Um, As always, please do get in touch. Click the uh, link tree in our bio on Instagram at Private Podcast and and do some charity nominations. Send us an email. We want to hear about Freshers stories and university stories and what Freshers Week was like. Send it to contact at privatepartspodcast.com. Send it over. Is someone making past- lunch in the background? Is that what that bleeping? It Jeez, is. Alarm's going. Yeah, oh. I've, got a, I've got a private chef. Don't worry about me. I'm sorry for everyone. We had to do this cross zoom, and Mitten is ruining it. But the episode is not across. It was across zoom as well because Harry was in LA. But anyway, it's not as fumbled as this intro is. <laughs> God, it's good now. And this is your career. <laughs> Shut up, Mitten, and you private parlors enjoy the episode. If you're still listening, please enjoy. If you're still listening, just stole your joke. All right, bye bye. No, no. Bye bye. bye. Okay, here's the episode. Enjoy. Harry, Harry. Harry, 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 Harry. In your head constantly now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually when I masturbate. Yeah, That's what I think, I think about when I masturbate. Go Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I just cheer your name now every yeah, time I masturbate. That's what we need, I like that. <laughs> I just growl. Especially you, in the morning. You're a growler. Yeah, I'm a growler. Especially Big in the growl. morning though. You know in the morning. When you yeah. when you wake up in the morning and you're so tired, and for some reason what happens is you get that some spike in your head. You're like, oh, horny, so mm. I'm gonna have a wank in the shower, and then but you're so tired, so it takes so long. So the way to quicken it up for me, I'm just gonna go, Harry, Harry, Harry. See, for me, I don't have any issues with it taking too long. It's always too quick. I don't get enough time for myself. Yeah, Jamie's a bit older than you, so... Um, oh, it, you guys it, have to think about things a little bit more. Yeah. I just touch it and it's done. You know? <laughs> the how many... Um, I, what's your... This is a weird question. What's your record of how many times you've... How many times you've touched your dick in a day? Yeah, I, mate, I, there was one day, I swear <laughs> to God, when I was freaking out, I did it... And I had just broken up with an ex-girlfriend and I did about seven times in one day. What do you day, mean when you were freaking out? Well, is that what, I you, is that I what did, you do when you freak out? You have a I, I did it seven times in one day. I did it seven times. That's a good times coping mechanism. Yeah. I enjoy that. It doesn't, actually, work, doesn't, it doesn't work very well in banks. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, there was this kid in my school and there was a rumor that he ended up in a hospital because he did it 21 times in one day. 21 times? My, yeah, he busted 21 nuts in a day because he was trying to beat a record or something. And I was like, I just don't even like by like number six or seven, like you're just really like yeah. it's just work at that point. It's not even enjoyable. I, I imagine you were probably like quite like an ADHD kid. Like in terms of like yeah. all the way like crazy, wanting to do things, doing crazy things, kind of going around the place all the time. Were you were you that kind of kid? Yeah, I was a bit of a class clown, to be honest. Like I'd always want to just make people laugh and have a good time. I was just, I was really a piece of shit to be, to be like honest with it. Like I was, I sucked. I was the shittest kid ever. Hey, <laughs> don't be hard on yourself, man. This, <laughs> no, buddy, don't be hard on yourself, dude. You're a great no, I, like, kid. I blew up a toilet, everything. It was fucking crazy. I changed laws in my state. We, back we, we shut, wait, wait, shut up. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I had like a Project X type of party because 
my parents, I got kicked out of the schools in Australia and my parents are like, we're going to send you to a different country to go to boarding school. So I was like, okay, cool. Can I have a farewell party? 80 people max. I invited the whole fucking town and it turned into a riot. There's like 600 people there and it legitimately turned into like a riot where like it was humans versus police. I saw people get knocked out. I saw people getting dragged, people stealing steaks. Like I was trying to cook steaks. Uh, in the middle of this whole situation. Like I was you were trying to cook a barbecue in the middle of a riot. <laughs> yeah. And then my <laughs> friends were really like, <laughs> well, I was hungry. It was like fucking 2 a.m. I remember seeing helicopters come across, like the, the dog squad and shit. And then one of my boys, like one of his, half his face got fucked up because he got his shit stomped in. <laughs> it was crazy. And then the next day they had like a full on like council meeting and they were going to take me and my brother to prison. And I was yeah. like, hey, we didn't, we didn't start the riot. We just want to have a good farewell party. And then uh, and then they changed laws. That some some shit about gatherings and stuff. And my parents Some shit about making happy. steaks when you're trying to throw a party. Yeah. They were like, that ain't... But dude, that's... But also, where did you grow up in Australia? Whereabouts? Um, this small country coastal town called Yapoon. Yeah. It's called Yapoon. <laughs> Yapoon. I love yeah. Jerry, and I, Jerry and I both just hesitated there. We were like... But what I, but what I, what's crazy about your life, and maybe you don't think it's that way, but maybe you did, is that you go from this small town kid, right? Mm. And if you are a small town guy in Australia, um, then you go on to the Netflix show Too Hot to Handle, and yeah. that that's huge, that's massive, and now you're living in LA, and you know. I, from from what I understand, because we're, we're obviously not in LA, but from what I understand, but you're 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 very much in that kind of, you know, YouTuber influencer TikTok kind of up and coming crew where you guys mm. are just seeming to be, you know, you're the, kind of the most famous people in America at the moment. I would say it's kind of weird to be honest. Like I don't really think about it. Like it's just I don't know. I just feel like everything's just a big video game. You just have to go with the flow and just enjoy life. Like I don't know. Like it's real, real weird. Like it still doesn't even like hit my mom, like she'll ran it, like randomly message me and, or she'll call me with like random people. And she's like, this person knows you. And I'm like, mom, I don't fucking know this person. She said, no, they say they know you. They watch the it's, podcast. It's and and I was like, yeah. I was, I, I, I was, I was like, mom, like, I don't know these people, but like, I'm sorry. And she's like, no, no, no. Why do all these people know you? I'm like, oh, I was on this fucking show. You watched it. You watched me like get my dick sucked on Netflix. Like, what are you talking about? Like, the, every, the whole world saw that shit. But yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of bizarre. It's re, it's really weird, but it's fun. Did you ever think you'd do reality TV? Not really. Like, I did it. So I did a first show, uh, which is called Heartbreak Island in New Zealand, and then I kind of just got the taste of like entertaining people with how much fun that mm. was especially yeah. being surrounded by idiots because I'm an idiot myself. And then I get to be put in an environment where there's just like 10 hot idiots just wanting to fuck each other. I'm like, this is yeah, you didn't know You didn't know they wanted to all have sex with each other at the time, did you? Well, so yeah, you, casting, you kind of did. You were like, oh God, I'm on too hot to handle. What? I had no idea. Well, because well, cause no one knew what it was. So like they, the whole time we are told it was like untitled dating show and the whole casting process was like super haughty they're like asking us like the craziest most insane shit like about our sex lives and then as soon as we got there they told us the rules i was like how fucking dare you disrespect me like this like i was so heartbroken <laughs> how dare you 
disrespect me. This is your destiny. I'm here to fuck. I don't know what I'm meant to do. But you, but you on the show, I don't, I'm sure you can't go on every podcast with people, so I don't want to ask you too many questions about it. But um, they, going on, you would like the, this sort of, this, this sort of standout one, especially with, you know, you and Francesca, who I don't know if, are you guys dating? You're not dating? What's going on there? Uh, I think I'm blocked still. Yeah. Um, but you guys, you guys were like, like the stand-up people, and you went into there, and you, the funny thing, I don't know, because I don't think that you've seen the the first series of Two Hot Handle, mm. but Harry would basically go in, and he would just come back to like all the lads, and be like, sorry, I got head again. Because <laughs> you, you really lose, sorry about you lose money, right, every time, <laughs> every time you do something. Yeah, and everyone was, like, pissed off at me, and I'm like, look, like, if you're just going to be upset, then that's on you. I'm having a great time, and that's what matters. So, look, we're perfect. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a clip where you, where you were, like, breaking the news that you lost the money, but you were just laughing and giggling, and so I think everyone else just kind of had to, like, go with it. They were like, okay, yeah. It's a bit hard to get angry at someone, especially when they're laughing. Like it's so like they, even the girls are just like it's just so annoying that you're so cheeky because like you get away with it. And I'm like, well, that's why I keep laughing in your face because then you like because you're just like, oh, this is actually kind of funny. You made it super entertaining because you just didn't you you cared but you didn't care. You just wanted to have yeah. fun, and I think that's the main thing about the show. And and you 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 would be a producer's dream because. Oh. Oh, dude, they would have freaking loved you because you would have, they would have been like, they would have been like, Harry, go and do this. And you'd be like, okay, I'll go and do that. I'm fine with that. And that's yeah. why it would have been epic. But I was, I was honestly like, I'll try to talk to them as well. I was like, yo, tell me when to stop fucking because I'll keep going. And that they're just like, we can't tell you what to do. And I was like, all right, well, fuck, I'm just going to keep going then. And like, just don't spend all the money. I'm like, all right, okay, there's my limit. All right, perfect. I'll, I'll go until that happened. Uh, but, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's honestly just so much fun because like I, you go on these shows and like you have to remember that you don't really know these people. Like you're all strangers and like you're all yeah. big personalities and different people. And I kind of had the mentality that like we're probably all not going to be friends after this, and I'll probably just double down on that thought process. Yeah, and then I guess none of us are friends anymore. <laughs> That, that no, mentality, that <laughs> mentality. I, I'm going to double down on the fact that we're not going to be friends anymore. I'm going to double it down on this shit. It works. <laughs> Look at us. We all hate each other. I, but yeah, but do you? You guys hate each other? Maybe because I don't know. But I can imagine there's like a lot of competitiveness coming out, right? So everyone wants. To, everyone's trying to achieve the best thing. Was there, and was there yeah. any money left at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we all got a pretty you know pretty good money. I think like seven. Seven and a half K each, but I donated it. I got rid of it because I was like, I'm going to try and be the first other like, reality TV star that does something good and maybe set a trend. And then no one else did it. So I was like, all right, well, I'm a fucking idiot then. Yeah, like, no. And no one cared. Can I get that cool, money? Yeah, back. cool. The charity back up. <laughs> but well, but I, I gave think... away like 10 yeah, grand. So I, was like, I, I, was, I was like, I'm going to give away a little bit more. You know what I mean? I don't be that change in the world. And then and no one really gave a single fuck. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to be that change in the world, but that's okay. At least I did something good. But I think, um, what I, I, I don't know if this is true, but but I would guess that, like I said, it's, it's really competitive, right? In all this industry, mm. this entertainment industry, especially when you come from a show like that and everyone wants to up each other and you're all kind of going for the same jobs and whatever it is. And yeah. because from, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, from an outside perspective, it looks like you're the one who's broken through 
right? That kind of just being that guy from too hot to handle to being, you know, your, your brand and yourself. And I think then people resent individuals who break through that. Would you think, would you agree with that? Yeah. The crazy thing is I was talking to uh, Rudy, uh, who's this guy called JJ on Outer Banks, which is this huge Netflix show right now. And he's like, oh, I saw you on a jet with him or something. You're on a jet. Yeah. He's the nicest dude on earth. But we're like, so I was like telling him, because I was like, oh, you guys like super close and you have like a family that he's like, oh, the whole production company, like everyone's like super tight. And I was like, it's just different with reality TV because you have to imagine like these are normal people, no skills, no talents, no brains, just like beautiful. And they go on a show and they get the whole world thrown at them for a month. And then because they don't think about their future or they didn't think about like a five year plan, they think that's going to be forever. And then they're like, okay, cool, like, I'm hot shit, like, I'm so famous, I'm this and that. And it all just dwindles off. And then they, again, like, look at people that are, like, doing something different and start to resent them. Or, you know, you'll you text them and you won't get a reply and shit like that. Or, or like, you'll do another show and and they'll, like, put their negative energy into it and, like, tell yeah. you that it's a t- terrible mm-hmm. career decision and shit like that. It's, like, it's just so boring. Like, it's so lame. And I'm, like, bro, like, there's... The craziest thing is what I said to like Chloe Beach. Me and her are so close. And I said she's her, wicked, like, by the way, mate. She's a legend. I, I got nothing to love for that girl. She's she's gonna be a superstar. But what I just said to her, like, there's so much abundance of success for everyone, and there's hundreds of TV shows. If that's the route you want to go down, like, just go for it. Don't look at someone else's lane and try and compare yourself there. Like, sit in your own lane, figure your shit out, figure the person you want to be out, and just fucking run it up. But. No, dude, I, I, think that's, I, mate, I think that's great advice. I, I, I got told this thing the other day, right? That um, So we're meant to have like a village mentality. We're meant to know like 150, 200 people in our lives. And mm. out of those 150, mm. 200 people, we're meant to have something that makes us ourselves. So like all, out of all of our friends that we know, we, you know, you're, so for you, for example, you'd be like the funniest kid or like, or the one who became famous or the artist or the musician or whatever it is. Problem now with Instagram is that you compare yourself to so many people on Instagram and in that world that you feel inadequate because you feel like people are always doing better than you. And actually just stay in your lane. Don't care about the noise that's on the outside. Yeah. We care so much about what's going on in other people's mm. lives that we don't achieve what we want to achieve. Exactly. And the crazy shit is, is like, do shit that you love and money will come. Like I started doing the podcast and shit. I fell in love with the process and like interviewing people and like talking down on people. I mean, talking with people, not down on people. That's, that's weird. Um, <laughs> but like, but like, but I do talk down on people. But like, and we started with that. I fucking fell in love with the process. And then like, all these brands started like wanting to pay me and shit. I was like, don't tell me what money we're making. I don't want to hear it. I just want to do the podcast. Like, I love that shit. And I love doing like, Netflix asked me to do a hosting thing. Yeah, I I saw like, don't that. tell me that. Don't tell me the numbers. Like, I don't care. I just love this process and entertaining people. Like I just love it so much. I think like people. I feel like everyone's in reality, like in reality, their fucking perception of value on themselves is insane. I'm like, yo, like no one's like, shut up. Just fucking do shit that you love and like enjoy it and the abundance of money the abundance of like success and everything will come with it. If you do shit for a dollar, dollar value, or if you do shit for someone else's pleasure or to try and like compete with someone, you're going to be fucking hundred steps behind and you're going to be losing in the longer. 
Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a famous quote which says, business is paid in two currencies, cash and experience. To the experience first, the cash will come later. Do stuff because 100%. you want to experience it and love it, right? And don't do it because you yeah. want to make cash. That's why, a byproduct. Why, why have you always done the opposite, Jeff? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You chase that. Oh, where's the cash? Yeah. Dude, I think that's, a, it's a unique way of, of being. But it's yeah. it's the um, it's I totally agree with the, that that ethos. I think that's exactly the right way. But it's very hard to tell other people that um, because people, you know, we're run by money, right? Because we have to pay yeah. our bills and we have to buy this, and we have to buy that. And people think people think the problem is people think that buying a Lamborghini or having a bigger house actually generates what proves success. It doesn't at all. Actually, no. success is about waking up and really loving what you're doing every day. I swear mm. to God, that's success. How was and happiness? Like I, I had uh, one of my friends who's, you know, young and a multimillionaire and he just like cut all his, like the materialistic shit out of his life. Cause he's like, it doesn't make me happy. I'm trying to push a fucking persona that I'm like somewhat successful. And he's like, success is like the real success is happiness and wake up every day and go cool. Like I'm in this bitch. Like I've got a fucking smile on my dial and a spring in my step. Mm. And I was like, damn, you're on the money. Exactly. Also, I like that saying, buddy. Yeah, I like saying, that saying. What was that? Spring in your what was it? Smile, smile on my dial. <laughs> spring in smile my step. Smile on your dial, spring in your step. Come yeah. on, Harry. You, you fucking, I'm gonna join your cult. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think um I think that's a it's a unique way of, of being, and it normally it takes people, you know, it sometimes takes people a lifetime, right, to realize that. Like yeah. typically. And but I don't know, is is that like a because you moved to LA pretty quick after coming out of the show. You you leave Australia behind, you come to LA, you're young, you're, you're like 23, 22? I'm 24 now, I'm an old man. Dude, <laughs> talking to old, to old people over here. Um, but you, you, you move there, that's a huge decision. Was it, was it, you know, that's an intense decision to make? Yeah, I don't know, bro, like I was just, so we finished showing the show, and I was, I went back to New Zealand and I told my best friend, Christian about it. And I'm like, what's the fucking point of being here when Netflix is in the U S and every person on earth that I want to meet and the success and the career that I want to go down, the career path is in the U S why the fuck are we just chilling here? And he's like in the exact same boat. So we just, like, all right, two weeks before we, uh, decided that it was time we just fucking we packed our bags and we're like cool in two weeks we're moving and then we i came here with like three thousand dollars in my bank account and we we're just bumming around trying to figure it out and then somehow we got invited to like we kind of like bummed our way into like like famous people's parties and then i started meeting everyone whose party and i wasn't it was like summer Rae, right so i went to summer Rae's birthday party and i met every single person like every person on earth we got we got absolute shit faced made so many cool friends and then i was like all right well give me a couple months like just you wait and then the show come out and then they're all just like oh damn i remember you this is crazy Mitch, you know who summer ray is you do you it's not I, up with the I american culture the so yeah, hang on, how does that happen so i'm listen i am fascinated by the kind of la yeah. lifestyle so you you go out there um you then what they, they invite you because they they slide into your dms they send you a message you know a friend of a friend no. how does it work so so we were here on a, like a six month visa. It's called a B1, B2. And yeah. um, then we, we were here and we're bumming around. One of our friends was like, hey, I'm going to this birthday party. Uh, a company that I work with is sponsoring it. Do you want to be like, because we were begging him, like, please, like, let's get like, it's not even about like clout. It's just getting in the same room as people and like 
networking and showing them that, you know, we're a good time and not fucking sleazy, like idiots. So then they're like, okay, sure. We rocked up to this party. I was in the worst outfit I've ever worn in my entire life. I thought I was looking cool. <laughs> I looked back wearing? and I was, I was like, <laughs> I don't know why anyone, like no one believed me. I remember one, there was one dude that was like staring me out and I was like, oh bro, it was the, it was the worst <laughs> outfit. I had my shirt tucked in. It was nice. terrible. Uh, it was embarrassing. It probably looked good now. They're probably like, oh, this dude's some like artist or some shit, but you would have spent as well hours in the mirror going, I look fucking fresh. <laughs> yeah, I legit was just like, you know what? This is this is quirky enough to fit in. Um, I went I there and that. everyone's in like sweats and shit. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. I love those moments when you've taken like two hours to decide and you're like, okay, sick. You leave the house, you're really confident with it. And then in the cab, you're like, oh, fuck, this is actually really bad. And then you can't do yeah. anything. <laughs> then you're praying out the whole yeah. time you're at the party. No, the worst is when the worst is when you're like looking in the mirror and you're getting ready. You're like, I look fucking fresh. You're like, oh, yeah. You walk out your front door, you walk into the lift and it's a different mirror. You're like, I look fucking shit. <laughs> this is yeah, I look, totally I look so different. I smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like smell of like ood, what's going on. That was like changed. Fuck, this really sucks. And then you just go and get hammered because you have yeah, to. And you act like a wanker. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But, but it's, it's, it's crazy, though, because um, it, it's just that I feel like it doesn't happen anywhere else in the world, and maybe in America and other places, but nowhere else in the world that I can understand, where people kind of get invited to parties and things like that to get clout. And clout, for people who don't know, is, you know, clout is like, how would you describe it? It's like um, getting sort of... Uh, it's like a, a social media currency, I guess. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's like getting yeah. status. It's social media status. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that doesn't happen anywhere else. It's like, come to this party. There's going to be cool people here. There's going to be people who, you know, this and that. You connect with them. That means your social media is going to grow. It's like all set up almost, right? I just, yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's bizarre, but it, I guess it's how the world works. Like success, successful people want to be around successful people. And mm -hmm. to get invited to those parties and stuff like that, I guess you kind of have to be on like, maybe, I don't know, because we didn't really have any, anything going for us. I don't know. I just feel like that, you know, if you introduce yourself to some someone and you can provide value to their life and they can provide value to yours, then it's a, you know, I guess it's a mutual relationship and it all works. But I feel like that kind of happens in the UK, no? I'd, I'd Actually, say, people I'd, don't really collab. I'd say really? it happens around the world. It's just Americans are more open with everything, right? So, like, it happens yeah, in the UK. Yeah. People just don't say it. Like, they just yeah, maybe keep, it, they right. keep it under wraps. Whereas in the States, they're like, yeah, I'm going because of this. Like, Yeah, I think, I think, honestly, it's possibly the best way to... Uh, to grow and like to help uh, each other's social media because you're going to have followers that, that, that have never seen them before and vice versa. I think like, yeah, like when you when I started collaborating with people and like TikTok and shit is when you re started releasing growth is when like shit started really pumping. Wait, that's, I, I need to understand this more. I need to write this down. Can you write this shit down? Um, <laughs> wait, hang on. So, so because because you know Harry, look, I, we've met you for what like nearly half an hour, right? But I would say yeah. you're you're a pretty real dude. 
Like, like, I from the so. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But as in, it's very easy, you know, it's very easy to, you know, when you live in a kind of false a world, false economy, yeah. right? Where, which social media is, it's very easy to get caught on things, but you're not. So you're kind of very real with things. So, you know, I would say that you get invited to, or got invited to these parties because you were just a good dude. And people were like, oh, he's yeah. quite fun and things like that. And then from there you grew. But uh, yeah. is it where, when you say you connect with people and you collab, so on TikTok, what you'll say is you'll say, um, there's another TikTok out there who has lots of followers. Let's go and do a video together. That's what you mean by collab, right? Yeah, collab, yeah. Essentially, like, let's, let's brainstorm ideas and run shit up together. But to be honest... My collabs have never really been set up. It's kind of just like, oh, I'm at this house, we're chilling. And I see this dude and we're just like talking about shit. And I'm like, oh, let's just do a video. And I'm like, cool. Like, I did a uh, podcast with uh, Dave Portnoy and Josh Richards yesterday. And we were just chilling for a bit. And he's like, let's, let's smash some videos. Let's do it. I'm like, all right. Because it benefits everyone. It's not like a, you, the, you see fresh faces, people get excited. It's, yeah, I think, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's not very like set up. We're not like, hey, we're going to go do this today. I think like some yeah, people, get fucking, people get taken away with it, where they're just like, oh, let's go have a fake fight or do a fake prank. And it's like, bro, that's so fucking lame. So corny. I had, but like, I had, I had some guy, I, get, I, I, was, I was in the street in Piccadilly Circus in London, and some guy came up to me and was like, he knew who I was, and he was like, oh, can, we, um, can I do a TikTok with you? And I was like, all right, I was like, what is it? And he said, I'm going to throw a snake at your feet and you pretend to be scared. And I was like, wait, hang on, this this is fake. You actually said, he's like, yeah, I just set it up. And I was like, okay. So did you do it? <laughs> yeah, of course I he did it. I said, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course he did it. I was like, tag me. <laughs> I couldn't say no to this guy, but it was just, that it's just good. interesting. It's the way I, I, I think in the UK at the moment, social media is like a, is like a, is like a trap almost because you, you're so, focused so much on your lane people don't really collab that much they kind of stay in their lane and they're just trying to make video after video after video to make viral hit but what's happening yeah. in la is that you're all collaborating together to make everyone go viral more so you're all trying to build success together almost yeah and and again there's i feel like there's no there's no bad way to like grow but i just feel like it's i'm a very social person and i love like growing my network and like going out and about and if i can you know benefit someone by posting a tiktok or just like I don't know, like it makes like sense to, to help each other grow. It works. Like that's what I said to my friends who are on the second season of Thought the Hand. I was like, why don't you go like collab with like Love Island people? Like, wouldn't that be an insane crossover? Like one of my best friends is Joe Garrett from Love Island. I'm like, why don't you guys like go hang out with him and like post each other and do shit together? It's like weird. Like everyone's like, like this is mine. This is yeah, my yeah, yeah. They don't want to share it. They don't want to share it. It's like yeah. this shit's this shit's rented. Like it's gonna go somewhat like it's it, all your clout and all your followers, everything that is all rented. Like it's not gonna be around forever. Like mm. who cares? Like let's just have fun, be a good person. Because at least you're not boring. They're not seeing your same old silly face every day. <laughs> yeah. Hey Harry, listen, we're gonna stop that for part one. You gonna stick around for part two? Yeah, let's go. Come yeah. on. All right, we'll see you in part two. <laughs>
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.